The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. He meets the ball at the 40-yard line. It is a low line drive coming down to Graziano at the 15, across the 20, across the 25. Has a seam up the middle, 35, 30, 45, 40. Gets by Puckett's in midfield, 45, 40, 35, cuts to the outside, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Go, Graziano! Johnson in the center, he's back to pass. He fakes to the right. He goes there, he's got the 40, he's at the 20, he's at the 10, the 5. Fury under center. It's a fumble. It's on the turn. Picked up. My vote. It's across the 40. 35, 30, 25, 20. Nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. He's into the touchdown. Handoff underneath by Rodiger. Bam. He goes far side of the field. Finds a big hole. Breaks past one man. He's across the 40. 35, 30, 20, 15, 10. No one's going to catch it. Touchdown, Joey Bam. Durham's going to look to pass. He's under pressure. It's a screen pass. Intercepted. Craig Hamilton across the 30. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Craig Hamilton and Marple down. It's a handoff to Hoff. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the 5. Down to the 1. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, Hoff. Out of the eye. It's a handoff to Sapness. He runs around his blocker. Good patience. Across the 40. Across the 40. Across the 50. One man to beat. Across the 45. Oh, speed nearly tripped up. There he goes. Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. Kick. Carmen Christiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. It's going to go to Weathers. He's going to cut it back. He's got a running lane. He's got a man, one man miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30, 40, 45, 50. He's in the Strathaven territory. Stiff arms the Strathaven Panther. Back pedals. Stays on his feet. That's going to be a 94 yard run. Darkness has descended on Harry Harvey Stadium in more ways than one as we are Friday night under the lights for Marple Newtown Tigers football. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is... Eric DePantina, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, Jim Olsman, Greg Pecco, and Larry O'Connor. Coming to you live, and for the first time, you can actually see the field of Crozier Keystone Stadium. My name is Greg Pecco. Along with me is Steve Reynolds. Down on the field is Eric DePentima. We'll be with him in a moment. And, Steve, what a night for football here in Pennsylvania. A beautiful night, maybe the best I can remember. I came up from South Carolina, and it was a little warmer down there, but it's really nice tonight here in Marble Newtown. Yeah, Greg, great to be back here. 
at Crozier Keystone Stadium. You came up from South Carolina. Me and Jim came up from Florida uh, last week, so it, it feels nice to have this breeze coming through the booth. And uh, as Steve just mentioned right there, last week Marble Newtown opened their season down in Florida at Disney's Wide World of Sports. And a tough game last week, Steve, a 19-18 loss to Florida High School. However, it was a, it was a good game all in all. Just late pass from Florida cost Marble Newtown. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a defensive struggle in the beginning, and then uh, the Tigers' offense opened up 18 nothing, eight minutes to go. And then next thing you know, they score a 10-second slap. Devastating loss, but it's going to make this Marble Newtown team a better team in the long run, Greg. And here at Crozier Keystone Stadium, if you're looking, as we said, this is one of the – Four or five games this season we will broadcast with video included. Our first ever in ten years of doing this as a Tigers radio network. It seems like just yesterday we started in a small corner of this booth as a podcast. And we have grown this into something we never could have imagined a few years ago. And that is mainly because of the man to my left, co-executive or executive producer Jim Halsman. Steve, what a night here tonight. Uh, it's a beautiful night. Uh, we talked about the crowds huge i mean if you're back home and watching enjoy this video new field I mean, yeah enjoy, i mean some people don't even know but brand new field huge tiger head in the middle orange end zones great time to be a part of marple newtown football and as the tigers make their way onto the field here we'll go down to the sideline now and for our sideline man eric t pentima eric uh, we welcome you to the broadcast and nice atmosphere here tonight weather's great what do you have for us yeah, it's nice to be back. You know, I was just saying it's been a long week with work being back for me, and it's just <laughs> nice. This is my escape here, and, and, and it's a nice crowd so far. People are still shuffling in. Uh, the Tigers are making their way out right now. They're about to go through the banner near the cheerleaders in a couple of seconds, and uh, beautiful night, like you said. It's it, You don't expect this before Labor Day. Usually uh, right. it's a little warmer, so I'm happy <laughs> to be here, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Friday Night Lights, guys. Well, thank you, Eric, and we'll be – Going back to Erica throughout the game, as we normally do for our sideline view of things and how things are going. And, Steve, let's talk a little bit about tonight's game as the Tigers make their way onto the field. Uh, coming off of a loss last week, had to travel back from Florida on Sunday, and now you have Pencrest on the other side. They're coming off of a 43-7 to loss to, to Pope John Paul II last week. So have a very interesting matchup as we open conference play here in Week 2. Both teams are hungry. Again, first Central League matchup this week. Uh, you know, across all Delaware County, but especially for these two guys coming off losses, uh, as you said, Pencrest to Pope John Paul II, uh, they lost 43-7. to Marlboro Newtown, more of a close loss, but Pencrest is a young team taken over by Andrew Pigeon. Uh, they're hungry, and it's going to be interesting what they do. I mean, they know they're against defending Central League champs to you know, share the title. So, you know, Marlboro's got a target on their back. Pencrest is coming out tonight. And they're not going to let down. And after week one, we've seen a lot of the Central League traditional powers uh, have good weeks last week. Marple Newtown now in that conversation after last season. So it's going to be a very competitive year. And to get a, a, the right start here in week one of conference play is certainly uh, a premium as the captains make their way out to center field for to meet head official Ed Beebe. So as we mentioned... Our video, our first ever video broadcast here, 10th season of Tigers football, Crozier Keystone Stadium. Uh, we do want to talk about one of our new sponsors. Swiss Farms is one of our new sponsors, along with Rothman Institute, along with a whole cast of others that you will hear throughout this broadcast. Um, but particularly Swiss Farms. At Swiss Farms, Delco's favorite drive-through, you can receive 5% off every day with a free Swiss Farms phone app. 
At Swiss Farms, your experience is second to none as their sales associates become your personal shoppers. From the hassle-free comfort of your car, you won't have to worry about parking or getting the kids out of the back seat. Just drive up, and a Swiss Farms associate will be happy to help you. At Swiss Farms, you can choose from over 700 items in store, and if you don't see anything or something you want, just ask. So the next time you shop, go to Delco's favorite drive-thru, Swiss Farms. So, Steve here, final thoughts as we see the coin toss out at midfield here. It, it appears that head official Ed Beebe is saying that the Tigers have elected to kick after winning the toss and Pencrest will receive. That's kind of their MO this year. I mean, the first two games is winning the toss and winning the kick, getting your defense out there. Again, good defense. We saw great defense last year. It's carrying over into this year after last week. They did let him down at the end of the game last week, but other factors were involved. Biggest thing tonight to correct from last week, which Coach Gicking and this staff has been preaching, those penalties, limit those penalties. Way too many last week potentially cost them that game. So here we go as the national anthem cues up, and I do want to mention our hearts and prayers and thoughts are with all of those affected by Hurricane Harvey down there in Houston, Texas. I know some of us have family down there, myself included, Steve as well. So we are thinking about you and appreciate and sending our love and prayers down there to Texas. End of the national anthem here at Crozier Keystone Stadium. Another wonderful rendition by the Marple Newtown Tiger Band. And, Steve, here we go. Opening week of... Central League play, second week of the season for the Marple Newtown Tigers, who are 0-1, taking on the Pencrest Lions, who are also 0-1 after a loss last week. Steve, your final comments here before we get started. Yeah, Marple Newtown's in a little unfamiliar territory starting the season 0-1. I mean, the past two seasons, coaching in second and third year, started off the season 5-0, last year 6-0. So going to be interesting how they respond. Again, I think they were very battle-tested last week against a good team. I expect them to come out firing tonight. And on a roll. All right, here we go. Filman, or I'm sorry, that's Siverdelli, who will tee the ball up here for the Tigers at the 40, going left to right on your screen there. And from right to left, Pencrest will move. Brown and Mahalik are back to return. Luke Siverdelli sets up there for the Tigers to kick it away. 12 minutes on the clock. And here we go. Siverdelli on the approach. The kick is up. It's a high, deep, end-over-end kick. Picked up at the one. Fumbled by Mahalik. Back towards the end zone. He's going to try and bring it back out. The Tigers are there on him, and they wrap him up and push him out around the eight-yard line. Looks like Riley Philman along with Luke Cantwell were there, Steve. Yeah, Luke Cantwell, Riley Philman here a lot of the night. Even uh, number 30 for the Tigers is in on the stop there. And that's Luke Jealous, who had a big game last week all over the field on defense and special teams. So here comes Pencrest, Steve. They run a spread offense out of that shotgun a lot of times. And Benneke is the quarterback for Pencrest. That is Nick Benneke, a senior here. So they come out with four wide receivers, two to the far side, two to the near. Benneke out of that gun. Mahalik, the running back. And it's going to be a handoff to Mahalik near side, and he's going to be brought down at the 10-yard line that time as it looks like number 10 for Marple Newtown. Tommy Tobin was there along with number 30 for them, Luke Jealous. Yeah, Tommy Tobin comes in. Good contain there by the Tigers. Coach Harry kicking. Uh, you know, he preaches contain, contain. They force that inside. Linebacker comes up. Tommy Tobin makes the tackle. Great job on first down by the Tigers' day. So it'll be second and nine from the 10-yard line. 
Four wides again for Pencrest. Becky takes the snap. He's looking, throws near side, incomplete in the dirt intended for number eight, Antonelli. And number five, Marlon Weathers there on the coverage. Quick hitch route. Um, you know, they want to get that wrong going, but, you know, little passes, swing passes, screens, little hitch routes. Can't keep the defense on. It's just out of the reach of his target there. So, can bring up a big third down for the Pencrest Lions. And correction, that is Chris Mills at quarterback for Pencrest. It'll be third down and nine from the ten again. Mills out of that shotgun with Mahalik. He sends a man in motion to the far side. And there's a false start. The receiver's on the far side. We're moving, Steve. Yeah, got a little anxious out there, so that's going to push them back. It's going to be a tough third down conversion here. So Marble Newtown has Pencrest backed up, and a penalty there is going to move them back even further for that false start. So a big third down here early for field position, Steve. Yeah, this would be huge if the Tiger can get off the field here, force a punt, and get this offense led by Anthony Pettilady on here. And as they try and set the ball finally here, they're going to set it up. Should be at the 5, correct, Steve? Yeah, it was placed at the 10, so. All right. So no half an instance being that it is a 5-yard penalty. Set that at the 5. It'll be third down and 14 for Pencrest at their own 5-yard line. 5 wide, empty backfield. Mills is going to take it right up the middle. QB keeper. Dodges a few men, and then he's going to be wrapped up by a group of Tigers that time. It's going to be number five, Marlon Weathers, and number ten, Tommy Tobin. I like that play call if you're Pancras. Play it safe. You don't want to force anything. Uh, you know, a little QB draw right up the middle. Designed your QB draw there and gives your punter some breathing room. But good job overall by the Tigers' defense. So Mahalik is going to be the punter for Pencrest. He does kind of a lot of different things, plays the running back position, safety spot for them on defense, and he is also on special teams as the punter. And back to return is Aaron Diamond for Marple Newtown. He's at the Pencrest 44-yard line. Here's a snap. It's a little high for Mahalik. He does get it off. It's a low-line driver. It's going to take a bounce at the 38. Diamond picks it up, shakes a few men, and now goes backwards and is probably going to gain nothing, and it'll be spotted at the 45, Steve. Luckily, he was able to field that, juggled it a little bit there, but nonetheless, Tigers' offense, led by number three, the Delaware commit, Anthony Paletti, take the field for the first time tonight, Greg. And that was Jake Quinn with a tackle for Pencrest there. Ball spotted at the Pencrest 45-yard line for the Tigers, and Anthony Paletti, the Delaware commit, comes out to lead his offense with three wide receivers to the near side, one to the far, and Weathers will be his running back out of that pistol set. Takes the snap. Paoletti looks near side. It's caught by Riley. Filming at the 40 and brought down as soon as he makes the grab that time. Quick, yeah, quick little pass down the seam right there. Riley Filming. Good play on first down. Second and five here, Greg. Mahalik and Cello in there for the tackle that time. It'll be second and five here with 10.06 to go in the first quarter. Three wide receivers far side. Paoletti out of the pistol. One to the near side is Dolgarian, and watch him. Weathers goes in motion, looks, Pele looked to drop the screen pass there, but then he takes off up the middle for a few yards. Good defense right there by the Lions. And it was number 20 again, Mahalik on the stop. Yeah, Caleb Mahalik, you're going to hear a lot of his name tonight. 
one of their best players on both sides of the ball there, Greg. But Tigers right there. I mean, they like to run that screen pass or that little uh, flare pass to their running back. That time, Marlon Weathers, they put him in early motion and then a swing pass. Nothing doing there, so Paoletti decided to tuck it, but good defense by the Lions. Third down and three for the Tigers from that 38-yard line. Three wide receivers far side. Paoletti takes the snap. He looks to throw. Throws underneath. It is tipped, intended for a Dolgarian, and it looks like it's intercepted that time by number two, Vincent Brown. And is there a signal from the officials? We don't have it yet. And they say it's incomplete. They say the ball touched the ground, Steve, there. That was a close one. Yeah, that's big because you're kind of in no man's land. It looks like they're going to stay on the field and go for it. So Tigers took a, got a little nice break there. Looked like that was tipped by I don't know, a linebacker or who, but nonetheless yeah, incomplete. It was Dalgarian was there. That The defenseman for Pencrest just got his hand up just in time to tip enough of it. And with 9-11 to go, it's fourth down and three for Marple Newtown at the 38 of Pencrest. Three wide again to the far side, one near side. Paoletti takes the snap, hands off to Weathers. He's going to bounce it to the near side. He's going to sidestep one man at the 34 and then across the 33 and brought down. He got the first down, Steve. Yeah, good job there by Marlon Weathers. You said sidestepped a few defenders and got just past that yard marker for the first down, so this possession continues for the Tigers' offense. Benneke and Dewar were the tacklers on that last play for Pencrest. So first down and 10 for Marple, 9.02 to go first quarter as Weathers checks out for the Tigers. Two receivers near side, two to the far. Paoletti out of that shotgun. Takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to be pushed out of the pocket now comes to the near side he's going to step up he's going to throw he's got his man and it is over the head of Dolgarian in the back of the end zone a little extra mustard on that one Steve yeah, he really showed the strength of Paletti's arm there on the move across his body as you said Greg um, could have talked to him picked up maybe a first down there but decided I mean he, he always keeps his eyes down the field that's the true measure of a good quarterback and uh, just overshot his receiver there bringing up second down so there's a flag down now on that far side, and that might be a hold, Steve. And that is the call. So this will back Marple Newtown up, but they'll get a chance to redo first down here. So 8.39 on the clock here in the first quarter. Nothing, nothing score. As we've mentioned and continue to mention, our first game doing video, as some of you are probably logging on to your uh, the website and clicking the link, and all of a sudden there's a, a video screen there, unlike in years past. So we are going to do this a couple times throughout the year. So 8.39 on the clock here. Ball at the 49 after the penalty. First down and 26 after that penalty. Five wide, three wide far side. Paoletti takes the snap, looking, looking, sets up the screen pass. He's going to throw deep side. Dolgarian, can he get it? And he drops it, hits him in the hands, and Dash Dolgarian was streaking down that far sideline, and it's incomplete. Unlike Dash right there, could not be able to hold that in. He had seven receptions for 218 yards and a touchdown last week, especially on that, a huge pound on that hammer screen last week. Uh, but, I mean, you can't ask for a better thrown ball, better placed ball there by Anthony Pele. They, they fake the wide receiver screen to the left and then go deep to Dash Dolgarian, and, you know, it's a matter of him not looking it in and, and, and uh, you know, catching that ball. So third down and long here for the Tigers, Greg. The safety Mills was there on the coverage last time. So we got second and 26, 8.30 to go first quarter. Paoletti takes the snap. He's going to hand off the Weathers. He's going to go up the middle. He meets 
a group of Pencrest Lions at the 47-yard line. Tigers, you know, they're there to make plays. They just have to make them. I mean, they're set up to, to, to just execute, and they're not executing right now. And Coach and can't be happy here, but got to give a lot of credit to the Lions' defense. Standing their ground, and it's going to be third down and 24. Quinn and Bowens for Pencrest were there to wrap up Weathers. Eight minutes to go, first quarter, 324, third and 24, excuse me, for the Tigers. Three wide receivers near side, two to the far side, empty backfield for Paoletti. Weathers is in that far side slot. Keep an eye on him. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to step up. Now he sidesteps a defender, going to throw deep, and he's got Dolgarian wide open for a touchdown. There you go. Keeping the play alive. Good job up front. And, you know, a better job by number three, Anthony Paoletti. Keeping his eyes downfield and finding his targets. Broken coverage there. And this time, Dolgarian makes sure he catches it. Touchdown, Tigers. And with that situation, Steve, it's, it's almost like a, a basketball shooter. you got your shooter. Just keep letting them shoot. Eventually, those are going to start to fall. And they let Paoletti and Dolgarian try it three times, and there they go. And hopefully that is signs of things to come here. Sivradelli is going to try for the extra point here. 7.37 to go. First quarter, Marple leads 6-0 here. They're set up for this extra point. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up. And the kick is good. Tigers lead 7-0. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Wherever weights are racked. Rackets are swung. To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute. Balls are pitched. Skates are laced. More bones repaired. More joints replaced. No body in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman. Lawns are mowed. Swings are pushed. So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. RothmanInstitute.com. Shell Farber here for Farber and Farber Law Offices, your hometown law firm located across from the Broomall Post Office. As a Marple Newtown Class of 74 graduate, I know the importance of service to our clients. We can help you navigate your personal injury, work injury, disability, or employment legal issues. We get results helping you understand the process. Call us at no charge, 610-356-3900, 610-356-3900, and see how we can help you. Back here to live action, Silverdale on the approach for the kickoff. Tigers lead 7-0. This one's a high end-over-end kick, picked up at the 20-yard line, and going across the 30 to the far side of the field is number 8 for Pencrest. That is Giovanni Antonelli, and he's run out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Breakdown in coverage there by the Tigers' kickoff team. But good return. I mean, way to answer there off a touchdown and mistake on defense. So we'll see what the Lions can do here coming out here on offense. And here we go. We got Mills, the quarterback for Pencrest. And they have good field position on this one as they're at their own 47-yard line as they are down 7-0 here with 7.27 to go in the first quarter. One wide receiver to the near side is Conmey. One to the far, and now we have to take a timeout from Pencrest on that far side of the field. So we'll step away again. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. And, Steve, one of the great places to eat in the area is the Oakmont Pub. Yeah, located in the heart of Havertown, PA, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant serves up a great American cuisine which caters to its regular following daily. A local fan favorite for years with great entertainment, quality food, and exquisite libations. Learn about their daily special and find their entertainment schedule at the oakmontpub.com. And Mills handed off to Mahalik there on that last one, and he picked up a good seven yards that time in the tackle that time for Marple Newtown was number seven, Aaron Diamond, and number 21, Fallows. So it'll be second and four, 7.05 to go first quarter. Marple leads seven to nothing. Mills and Mahalik in the backfield. Two wide receivers both sides. In Tigers territory at the 47. Mills hands up to Mahalik. He bounces it to the outside. One Tiger holds him up, and the other brings him down that time. It was number nine for Marple Newtown, Kyle Tobin. Yeah, Tobin did a good job of cleaning up that play there. Looks like it was started, though, by Kevin Hahn, defensive end. Kind of wrapped up, but couldn't bring down the ball carrier. Good job by Tobin to clean it up. Third down and three for Pencrest. 6.29 to go first quarter. Got to give a shout-out to Ronnie Braverman watching this from Atlantic City on the beach. And Mills out of that gun once more. Four wide receivers, two near, two far. Mills takes the snap. He stumbles a bit to the far side as he tries to get near that first down. It's going to be a close one. It looks like he has it, though, Steve. Yeah, it looks like he just crossed the marker there. From where they're spotting it now, it looks like they're going to give it to him. It's going to be close. And just waiting for the officials to actually mark it. No signal oh. yet. And they're going to say fourth down. I'm surprised they didn't call for a measurement, but it looks like it's maybe a yard and a half shy of that first down. It must be a good call. The Pencrest sideline ain't complaining, and that was right at their sideline, that play. So we'll see what happens here. Four wide again. Too near, too far. Mills takes the snap here. And it's going to be a handoff to Mahalik. He's met in the backfield initially. He's trying to get by one man. He does. He has the first down. He's across the 40 and pushed out of bounds by number six, Luke Cantwell. Mahalik, he's a tough runner. You saw it there. I mean, he was running east to west there, but he, he made some nice elusive moves to get away from Tiger defenders. But that's the Tigers right there. They will stretch you out. Tough to run east to west on them. Uh, but Mahalik does, Mahalik does a good job, the best that he can there. Um, Looks like no game. So first down and 10 for Pencrest at the 35-yard line of Marble Newtown. 6.01 to go. Three wide to the far side. Mills takes the snap. It's a handoff up the middle to Mahalik, and he is met by a group of Tigers that time. Number 56 for Marble Newtown. Katopoulos makes the stop. Big Cosmos Katopoulos coming in and bear-hugging 
the ball carrier for Pancras. So bring up second or third down now. Third down and nine for the, or I'm sorry, second down and nine. 5.36 to go. Ball at the 34 of Marple Newtown here for Pencrest. They go two wide receivers to the far side. That's Kamia and Brown. And two to the near side. Mahalik as the running back. Mills takes the snap. Looks to pass. Looking. Fires. Far side. He's hit as he throws. And the ball's going to hit the ground that time as number nine, Luke Cant- or excuse me, number nine, Kyle Tobin was in there. Kyle Tobin. That's what you're taught at the defensive end position. You can't get there. Put your hands up. That's textbook play at the D-line position there by Kyle Tobin to deflect that pass. So it'll be third down and long. Nine yards to be exact to that first down marker for the Lions. 5.19 to go first quarter. Marple Newtown leads 7-0. Two wide receivers far side are Comney and Brown. To the near side, Antonelli and Delvisio. Mahalik as the running back. Mills takes the snap. He looks, look, he fires, and it's incomplete short of his receiver. Weathers was there on the coverage. Can't tell if that was tipped or not, but good pressure by Hahn and Tobin once again. They've been a four so far in this first quarter, Greg. So the Tigers' defense once again coming out strong as they did last week in Florida. And it'll be fourth and nine here for Pencrest in that no-man's-land territory that you always talk about, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you punt it, you might net 10 yards here. And a team like Pencrest, who not a lot of people are giving a lot of hope to tonight, why not go for it? So here we go. Mills out of the shotgun. Mahalik, the running back. Two wide receivers to both sides. Mills takes the snap. Some pressure. Flushes him from the pocket to the far side. He's looking, looking, looking. He doesn't have anybody downfield. The Tigers are there, and they're going to wrap him up after only about a three- to four-yard game. That was number nine, Kyle Tobin. Tobin all over the field. Good effort, though, by Chris Mills. I mean, that was a, that's a cr- coverage sack, if you want to call that a sack, more like a tackle, but good job by that Tiger secondary. Mills tried to do all he could there, but just not enough turnover on downs in Tigers football. And, Steve, it, the, the field here looks great tonight, but if you have a landscaping need, hardscaping, maintenance, planning, and lawn care services, email Marble Newtown graduate Dean Ardell at ardell05 at yahoo.com. Dean provides lawn care services to Chester and Delaware counties. First down and 10, and now we have a whistle and another timeout for Pencrest. So we'll step aside with a score 7-0 Marple Hoops down here. 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. And we welcome you back here to live action. Greg Pecco along with Steve Reynolds here. Tigers lead 7-0, 5-0-4 to go. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Sorry about that. Tigers lead 7-0, 5-0-4 to go here. Paoletti out of the shotgun. Looking, looking. He's going to step up now as he's 
brought out of the pocket. He's going to throw to the near side. It is caught on the near side by number 13, and he's going to go up the sideline across the 40 and brought down is number 13 for Marple Newtown, Mathis, Alden Mathis. Alden Mathis, younger brother Cameron. Alden made his varsity debut last week, had an interception on defense down in Orlando. But, uh, again, Paoletti. Moving his feet, his lateral agility is so good, he steps up, keeps his eyes downfield, easily could tuck it, but finds an open target in the secondary. Benneke made the, t- the stop for Pencrest that time. Ball at the 39, first down and 10 for Marple. 4.35 to go. Three wide receivers far side. Paoletti takes the snap, hands it off to Weathers up the middle, and he bounces it outside, inside, sidestepping a few guys. Stiff arms wanting them to run out of bounds, but a flag down, Steve. Yeah, looks in the area of holding. Good running, though. By Marlon Weathers, but probably set up by a holding call. We'll wait for the official word from head official Ed Beebe. And it looks like it is going to probably be against the Tigers that time. And it is officially. So a little backup. I'm thinking that was from the 735, so they're going to only go to the 45 now. So the first down again, and... About 15 from that 45 of Pencrest for Marple Newtown as they lead 7-0 here. 4.25 to go in this first quarter. And that was a nice run by Marlon Weathers despite the hold, Steve. So here we go. Two wide receivers to the far side are Philman and Diamond. Paoletti takes the snap out of the pistol. He's going to hand it off to Weathers. He's going to bounce it to the near side. Stiff arms a few guys and a very good run as Weathers falls forward. A lot of toughness on that run by Weathers, Steve. Yeah, he made something out of nothing there. I mean, that was a great defensive play right there by the Lions defense. They're all coming over trying to gang tackle a little more on Weathers. You're going to have to bring a few to take him down, not just one. And uh, he does a good job, though, moving forward and getting close Cos- to those markers there. Cosgrove was there on the stop along with Benneke for Pencrest. Second down. And about 10 now for Marple Newtown from the Pencrest 39-yard line. Two wide receivers far side. Weathers, the running back. Paoletti takes the snap. Play action, looking, looking. He's going to be under some pressure. He's going to be hit for a loss in the backfield that time. It was number eight for Pencrest, Antonelli. Tough one there, Steve. Is Good coverage downfield by Pencrest. Yeah, I mean, defensive end comes right off the right side, left side of the Tigers' offensive line there. And that was, you know, Paletti's blind side. Got to do a better job protecting the offensive tackle for the Tigers. It was very impressive, though, Paletti Definitely could sense that pressure coming from that offside as he moved out of that pocket quickly. Paletti out of that pistol again, sends Philman in motion to the far side of the field. He looks, it's going to be a dump pass to Marlon Weathers underneath. He has a few blockers, and he stood up at the 41, and Pencrest cleans it up from there. It's number 75 for the Lions, Reyes. Interesting here. I'd say punt it, and that's what they're going to do. Smart decision here by Coach Hicking. Send out the punt team, pin them deep inside the 20 as you can there, and let your defense go back on the field. They've been playing great these past two weeks. So 2.30 to go first quarter. Tigers lead 7 and nothing, and they're going to punt here. On 4th and 13, Riley Philman to punt it away. Brown and Mahalik to return. They're at their, about the 10-yard line of Pencrest here. 
And a late man getting in for Pencrest. Philman's going to get the punt off just in time. And Mahalik's going to wave fair catch, and it's going to hit at the one and bounce into the end zone for a touchback. That was a pretty spiral punt there by Philman. Just got it off state. Nice, cool, calm, and collected there. Um, but fortunately, it bounces right around the one, two-yard line and goes into the end zone. So Pencrest will take over at their own 20 here with 2.03 to go in the first quarter, and they're down 7 and nothing as the scoreboard shows you there on the Tiger Radio Network stream that we have for the first time. And the Tigers here are all set up defensively again, and they've had two great stands to open this game and looking to continue that again for Coach Defensive Coordinator Harry Gicking. Mills out of that shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off to Mahalik. Mahalik bounces through and gets a good gain of about five or six across that 25, Steve. Mahalik doing a good job. Running between the tackles behind his guards. Got a nice gain there on first down. Dolgarian and Katopoulos on the stop. So it'll be second down and four for Pencrest at their own 26-yard line. Two wide receivers far side, two to the near. Mahalik, the running back. Mills takes the snap. It's a handoff to Mahalik up the middle, and he has a good hole, and he's across that 28 and brought down at the 29 this time by Marple Newtown. It's number 10, Tobin, and number 30, Jealous. Yeah, two middle linebackers there. They come in at 4-4 defense. Yeah, two middle linebackers, Tobin and Jealous tonight. Tobin does a good job coming up. And standing up Mahalik, but it's close to a first down for the Lions. Under a minute here in the first quarter. Tigers lead 7-0. It's third and one for Pencrest. Two receivers far side, one to the near. Two running backs in the backfield for Pencrest. Mills out of that shotgun. Takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Mahalik. And the Tigers have him in the backfield. Did they hold him up enough? It looks like he only got back to the line of scrimmage that time. And it was number 21 for Marple Newtown. Fallows there. Good job by Fallows coming in, making a nice play. That's fourth down. That's, I mean, it looks like his clock's going to run out, and they're going to have some time to think of it. But in this situation, down by one touch, and you got to punt this ball away. Yeah, not you don't want to get yourself in a hole too early what offensively they, yeah. and defensively. And what they might do there, if they even try to get a playoff, they might try to draw them off sides. 12 seconds to go first quarter here. Is we kind of look like we're standing around for tea time and i love my swiss farms iced tea that's another one of our new sponsors steve uh they've been great when jim told me they were coming on board i was super happy to hear that as i actually brought some iced tea today from swiss farms so you can't beat it it's so convenient to go and you know you don't have to get out of the car anyway end of the first quarter you're listening to marble newtown football on the tigers radio network zenith public adjusters proudly supports the marble newtown football tigers coach kicking and his staff zenith public adjusters ask if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 359 8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Back here, start of the second quarter. Let's go down to the sideline there to our man, Eric. Eric, the action was so fast-paced first quarter, I, I didn't get a chance to get down to you. What did Coach Kicking say down there? You know, he's just saying this has got to be a big stop here. You know, this, this is an opportunity for us to get the ball back and, uh, you know, capitalize and extend this lead. But, uh, you know, he's definitely telling them great defense. Sorry, great defense in the first quarter and just keep doing what you're doing on that side of the ball. Thank you, Eric. And Pencrest comes right out of that here to start the quarter and leans forward for that first down on fourth down and about a foot. It's a gutsy call right there, but it worked out. So here we go, first down and 10 at their own 30 for Pencrest. Two wide receivers far side, two to the near side. And it's going to be a handoff to Mahalik near side in the big hands of a Tiger. Ball comes loose. Ball comes loose. It looks like Pencrest might be down there. Eric, you got a good view. Yeah, it looks like Marple has it. And referee signals Marple ball. So that was a fumble forced by number seven of Marple Newtown, Aaron Diamond. And the Tigers take over deep in Pencrest territory, Steve. Yeah, and that's, and that's a tough break for Mahalik. I mean, he's fighting for yard there. Should have been tackled two yards before, but he keeps fighting for those yards. And when you have a defender standing up, another one's going to come in and swipe that ball away. That's what happened right there. The ball hawks of this Tiger defense come in and make another big play tonight. So here we go. Paoletti comes out at the 34-yard line of Pencrest. Two wide receivers on the far side. Two near. He's got Weathers in the backfield with him. Paoletti takes the snap. Some pressure. He dodges it. Rolls to the far side of the field. He's going to throw into the center of the end zone, and it's tipped. Dolgarian was the intended target, and that was Mills there on the coverage, Steve. Great coverage. Double coverage. I'm surprised he let that one rip. I mean, but he did put it only where Dolgarian could catch it, just out of the reach of him. The second down and 10, but Pancras been nice, giving some nice pressure there and good coverage by them. I mean, it's some of these plays that Tigers are converting on are just right. extended plays. Paoletti's rolling around, and that's when coverage turn, tends to break down. So well, good job overall by the line defense. If there's any question who Paoletti's favorite target is, it's been uh, Dalgarian, as we've seen early in this one. Paoletti comes out again, second down and 10, ball at the 34. In motion to the far side is Moyer. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers. He's going to come to the near side, cross to the 30, sheds one tackle, and then across that 25 and brought down at the 23. The ball comes out, and a Lion has it at the end of the play. And what's the signal? And it is a Pencrest football. They're going to say Marlon Weathers fumbled the football, and Pencrest will take over as number 15 for Pencrest came up with the football, and that is Cello. Tough break there by the Tigers. Again, back-to-back fumbles here. That was really and close. It looked like he was down. <laughs> it, it was very close. Rest are right on, and Tigers aren't arguing. So might have been a good call there. But, again, just a result of fighting for extra yards there. What a great run there. But, unfortunately, ends up in a turnover for the Tigers. So Pencrest will take over with 11.08 to go in this second quarter. Marple Newtown leads 7-0. Ball is at the 23-yard line of Pencrest. And we have two wide receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Mills out of that shotgun once again with two backs in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Mahalik on a counter, and he's brought down behind the 20 for a loss on that play. Problem with counters sometimes, that's James Diamond coming in, getting some reps on defense, a starting guard for the Tigers' offense, left guard, and he comes in and makes a nice play. Those counters out of shotgun, 
long developing plays. I mean, you got to hold your blocks. Pencrest doesn't, and the Tigers shoot the gap and make the play. Great job there by James Diamond and the Tigers' defense. And now there is a official timeout on the field. As they are discussing it, I think they want to see something about the. I'm not sure what they're discussing here. Steve, they're discussing something with the Pencrest defense that potentially is an equipment issue. Looks like that's what it is, Steve. Most likely equipment. They're going to send them off the field there. Something to do with it. Maybe I don't see anything in particular, so maybe it's a helmet-related issue. Sure. Sometimes those ear earpieces pop out. It could be the smallest thing. A, a chinch strap buckle might fall off. I mean, it's, safety's number one, so good Absolutely. job by the referees. As they wind the clock again here, second down and 14 now after the loss on the last play as Mahalik was brought down in the backfield. Nails out of that gun once more, and they'll do it all night. Too wide to the far side. It's going to be a fake handoff, and Mills is going to roll far side. He's got some room to work. He's going to throw downfield, and it is intercepted by number eight of Marple Newtown. That is Marone. He's going to bring it to the near side across the 30, across the 20, cuts back at the 15, cuts back at the 10. Stiff arms one man. It looks like he's going to be brought down at the one-yard line, Steve. <laughs> Tough break from Marone there, but what an excellent, excellent play. Fly. I mean, there's laundry. It looks like the laundromat down there with about three or four flags, probably a block in the back. It's going to remain the Tigers' ball, but, I mean, I, looked, I thought that was Carmen Christiana number eight stepping in front of a ball there. Marone does a great job there, the junior. We'll see what the refs are discussing here. That was actually Mills, the quarterback, that made the stop at the one, and there is a penalty coming back the other way, and we'll see what happens where they officially spot it, what they decide after they break their conference, Steve. Two flags down. Paoletti's on the field with or Paoletti out there, Steve. Did he check in yet? Or yeah, the offense is going on the field. It's a Tigers ball. They looked like they called a personal foul. It must have been a chop block or wasn't a block in the back, but that's not a personal foul. So, I'm being told by one of our spotters here that defenseless player penalty. Yeah, um, but they'll call that. So and, and it's tough. I mean, who knows if it was away from the play or not. Maybe it could have been a, a, just a stupid and you see that at all uh, levels, a, a change in direction on a turnover or a punt, the penalties like that. you got guys that aren't necessarily used to blocking for a guy yeah. returning a football. And it's Dan, I mean, again, PIAA, it's, it's a federation uh, yeah. all around, uh, you know, the country. They're cracking down on the defenseless players. In any event, the Maroon interception gives the Tigers the ball at the 48 of Pencrest. Paoletti out of the pistol. He's going to throw to the Dolgarian on the screen to the far side of the field. He has a hole, makes one man miss, and then brought down after getting a first down on that far side of the field by number 21 for Pencrest. And that would be Kyle Spies. Good job there, getting your one of your best playmakers out in the open field. A little swing pass outside behind his blockers there. And Dash is good downfield, but he's even better with the ball in his hands. And there's yards after catch. 9.51 to go. Second down and one. They didn't give him the first down on that. It's very close to that marker, though. Paoletti has some two running backs back there with him. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. He finds a hole, cuts to the near side. He's got a man to beat. He gets across the 20, and he's going to cut back at the 10-5, tripped up, and then the ball comes loose at the end. It looked like he was reaching forward. Are they going to say the ground caused the fumble? And that looks like it, what, it, what it is. But he was we'll, down. I mean, he we'll, definitely was down, and they're not even... Yeah, there's no signal on change of direction, so it's definitely 
Ball at the one-yard line for Marple Newtown after the weather's run, and a good job by Marlon Weathers that time. Some of the most exciting plays is when a running back runs up the middle and then bounces outside and has nothing but green in front of him. What, what a great style of running there by Marlon Weathers with his shiftiness. Tries to cut back in and tackled right at the one-yard line. And good job by the Pencrest safety to get back there and, and use his speed to close Weathers out and make the shoestring tackle there. So here come the Tigers from the one-yard line. Paoletti and Weathers in that backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. They're going to let him finish it off, and he dives across the goal line for a touchdown. Give the beast the ball. He got you down there. Let him finish. Touchdown, Tigers. Great job up front by those big guys on the offensive line. So 9.08 to go, second quarter. And the Tigers have a 13 to nothing lead after a couple turnovers there exchanged uh, the football between the two sides. Sivradelli will come out for the point after. And they're set up here. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up. And it looks like it's dead to rights through. And it is. So 14-0 Marple Newtown leads here. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. And Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric Pensima down on the sidelines. How's the, uh, is the Tigers Radio Network? Eric, after that last touchdown, a very excited Tigers sideline. Yeah, it was nice to see Marlon get loose there. I mean, he's such an explosive, patient runner, and, you know, he's got such elusive, uh, quick feet. Nice to see him get free, and the Tigers have been great setting up blockers for him to get in there. Sivradelli's kick is an end-over-end kick, and some miscommunication by the return man that time, but Mahalik has it. He's across the 15, finds his way through to the, across the 20 and brought down at the 25, and thank you, Eric, for that last report as well here. Number 10 for Marple Newtown made that tackle, and that is Tommy Tobin. Good coverage here by the Tigers kickoff team. As Pencrest going to take over here right about the 25-yard line. 14-0 lead, and uh, Tigers, you know, off to a tiny bit of a slow start. Offense taking some time to get going here. But nonetheless, this defense has been coming up big for them as they've done the past two weeks. Nine minutes left to go first half here. 14-0 lead for Marple Newtown after the weather's touchdown a moment ago. Mills comes out with two running backs, two wide receivers near side, one of the far side, balls far hash. High snap for Mills. He's able, able to corral it. He's going to throw near side. There's nobody there, and I'm looking for a flag. And there it is late, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised it took that long to come out, but the referees do discuss it, and, uh, you know, I don't blame him for right. just tossing that ball. Uh, but I'll be surprised. They threw one last week in Florida, and they picked it up. Eric, did you stick your hands out there and try and grab that one? You know, it's funny. Uh, I didn't that time, but earlier in the game, Mahalik, the running back, almost ran me over. That was pretty scary on the sidelines there. So I'm going to stay out of harm's way. There you go. 
maybe step off that new uh, outer edging of the turf down there, Steve. And they pick it up again. And high school, I mean, potential ground was so tacky. I mean, I don't know why they just take it out of the out of the game. I mean, right. No one was around. And, Second week in a row that happened, and they pick it up. So right. I, if you're going to say it's for it. safety, then, then by all means, like you said, take it out of the rule book and just let it allow, allow them to throw it away like that. Mills to the near side for him, to the far side. Second down and 10, 8.54 to go at the 25-yard line. Mills takes the snap, hands off up the middle that time for Pencrest, and it didn't look like it was Mahalik that time trying to see the number and it was Mahalik so Mahalik another nice run Steve yeah I mean he meets a wall but he keeps on driving those feet and falls forward so looked like it was like a two-yard game he makes it a five-yard game there good running once again by Mahalik and that's hard to do against Miller and for, for who made the initial stop there hey, some big boys in the middle yeah. of that line and you know he's, he's testament to his hard work in the offseason Mahalik third and five empty backfield for Mills three near side two far side Mills looks, looks. It's a quick throw to Mahalik. It's incomplete. He's hit hard by Luke Cantwell as he tried to make that catch behind him. Yeah, Mills had to get that ball out of his hand quick. I mean, some uh, defender was coming off the left side of the line, just crashing in hard there. And Mills wasn't able to put the ball where he wanted to. A little bit behind the receiver. Good coverage there by the Tigers. Going to force a fourth down to five, and I expect Pencrest to punt this one away. And they will as Mahalik is back to punt. And diamond to return for the tigers he's lined up at the 45 of marple newtown and here we go snap is okay mahalik's going to get the punt off it's a wobbler to the near side fair caught by number 13 of marple newtown that is alden mathis the good hands there by mathis who's one of the uh, not two sport athletes good baseball player from marple newtown yeah committed to richmond the junior so he'll be going there a couple falls uh down in virginia but as we said you know the younger brother cameron mathis so good to see that not not very easy to catch a punt in traffic there and we saw carmen christiana do it for so many years here so cool and collected and good to see someone filling in for him 804 first down and 10 for marple at their own 46 paoletti out of that shotgun trips wide receivers far side Paoletti looks, looks, he fires. It's going to be caught by Alden Mathis, and he's hit immediately, but he has a first down across the 40. That's number 21 for Pencrest that time on the stop, and that would be Kyle Spees again who's in the game. Yeah, nice hit by Spees, but Spees, but uh, nice throw down the middle, seam routes, and Alden Mathis just goes up and catches at the highest point, but flags are down on the field. This is a hold. It's going to be the third one of the game. And that's it what is. they're going to call. And I haven't really been, not that I've really had a chance to look for it, but I haven't really seen where the holds are coming from along the line. Um, but obviously, I don't know, Eric, did, were you able to catch an eye as to where that may have been? Looked like it could have been on uh, one of their new off- offensive tackles, um, hand, uh, Standen, 78, the left guard. Looked like he was holding on one of the plays. I didn't I didn't catch who got who who held there though. Thank you, Eric. So they're gonna back it up again and it'll be and first and twenty. I'm surprised guys that was a quick release, about a three step yeah. drop down the seam and um, so you don't really see too many holding penalties on on uh, quick throws. So we're gonna have four wide receivers. One is almost in a wing back position for Marple. Pele takes the 
Snap, he's looking, he's under some pressure. He's going to throw near side. It's going to be caught by number eight for Marble Newtown. That's Marone. And a nice, safe uh, third option there, Steve, it looked like. Yeah, again, surveying the field, left to right, right to left. He sees Marone there. Marone backs and falls to his knees, but hey, he gets some of those penalty yards back. It makes it more manageable here. Second down and 12, Dave. Or Greg. I, I knew I was going to do it. I Dave's knew I was going to do it. He's, he's out there. He, didn't, <laughs> he's, he knows. He probably just heard uh, He heard it. Dave's actually at a wedding this week, so kind enough to let me stand in this week. Paoletti takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, and he's going to be hit, but he's going to walk forward across this line of scrimmage and maybe get two yards on that one. Number eight, Antonelli makes the stop. What a good hard run there by Marlon. It was only for a couple yards, but I mean, he's churning those legs, trying to fight for extra yards. Lions defense does do a good job there to bottle him up. And I'll tell you what, Steve, after watching last week's game, Marble Newtown, Anthony Paoletti, the team looks a little bit more composed. I think there was a lot of excitement down in Florida in the first half, and they look a lot more smoother than they did last week. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different atmosphere last year, flying down on a plane, new scenery, and college experience. Yeah. Very more composed here at home. Third down and ten. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking. He's got Delgarian on a screen to the far side of the field. He's going to cut across the few, the first down marker at the 45 and brought down inside the 40. So a good play there for the Tigers, and they're very good at those screen passes. Uh, yeah, and that's the same play that Dash Delgarian scored on last week in Orlando. That's that hammer screen. When you clear out that front, you know, seven, front eight, just let them rush. And you get to the second level there, and great job there. Great setup, great blocking by those uh, linemen downfield, and great running there by Dash Dolgarian. DeWar made that tackle for Pencrest. Trips to the far side, single receiver near is filming. Paletti out of that gun, first and ten. Looking, he's going to step up. He's under some pressure. He's going to throw. Middle of the field, Alden Mathis, touchdown in the seam. Textbook right there, textbook. Pocket collapses, Paletti steps up like he's taught. There's a flag, not to cut you off. There's another flag. It was a great play to put another flag down. And the natives are getting restless at a very full Crozier Keystone Stadium. You know what it's going to do? I think it's going to be roughing the passer because a a defender was coming in late and hit Paoletti. So they might be calling roughing the passer here as the Tigers special teams unit is going to come out on the field for kick uh, extra point. Yeah, Coach Kicking doesn't look too concerned about that flag, so it definitely seems as if it's on Pencrest. And touchdown is good. So, Steve, uh, you have to correct me. Will they get to assess that on the kickoff? On the then? kickoff, yeah. And last week we saw two personal fails on Florida High, and Marple Newtown was kicking off from I did. the 30-yard <laughs> line. Uh, they, they did a little squib kick. That's uh, where that's where you wish uh, you could have had a chance to maybe try and kick a field goal and take some extra points on, like Canadian football. Yeah. <laughs> There's a flag back here at the 46-yard line that someone might want to pick up a little laundry. One of the officials <laughs> forgot their flag. Um, but here we go. Siverdelli for the extra point with 5.45 to go in the first half. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and it is dead through again. And that is a 21 nothing lead for Marble Newtown in the first half. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help 
is a phone call away. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. 5.45 to go. 21 nothing lead for Marple Newtown. Oh, a nice pass from Paoletti to Mathis on that last play, Steve. Yeah, great connection. Paoletti steps up in the pocket. Very composed and delivers a strike down this seam to Alden Mathis. And Alden's picking up right where his brother left off last year. And he finds his way into the end of Tigers lead. 21 nothing. We're going to kick off here. Inside Pencrest territory, 2-2, a roughing the passer penalty at the end of that last play. So they're able to assess that on this kickoff. So I would assume Civerdelli with his leg is probably going to just try and launch this thing out the back of the end zone. But we'll see what the Tigers do. Coach Kicking likes to mix it up every now and then. And here we go. And it is a high end-over-end kick just out the back of the end zone that time. With 5.45 to go in the second quarter, Tigers lead 21 to nothing. And they will look to continue a good defensive start. And that instance, you know, if you get a a penalty assessed on the kickoff, if it's a tighter game, you can try an onside kick because you're not losing much field position there. But up 21 nothing. Smart move to just kick it. Speaking of kickers, George Lambricios, the starting kickoff uh, or kicker for the Westchester Rams, five for six on PATs last week. I'll have to text him and see what happened on that, uh, on on that, that one. one. <laughs> he'll, he'll do that, then he'd hit a 50-yarder, so <laughs> make up for it. So 5.45 to go, first and 10, ball to 20 for Pencrest after the touchback on the kickoff. Mills takes the snap. He's looking. He's going to fire far side of the field, and it is incomplete ahead of the far side receiver that time for Pencrest. That looked to be Antonelli. Tigers bring some blitzers there. Looks like Dasto Garen gets in, gets in on a hit on Mills. Good sportsmanship lets him or helps him up there. But Mills just tries to throw that ball deep, a little too far for the receiver. The receiver did have him though. Did did beat the coverage there, but nonetheless, second down and ten for the Lions' offense. Five thirty-nine to go, as Steve just mentioned. It is second down. Empty backfield this time for Mills. He signals to his receivers to get set here. In motion to the near side is Mahalik. It's a play action. Mills steps up, and now he's under pressure. Flushed from the pocket to the far side. He's un- under pressure and gets out of bounds. Looks like he gets a yard, so good running that time, Steve. He's got good awareness. He's got eyes in the back of your head and back of his head because he's been getting some pressure. No sacks yet tonight for the Tigers. Mills has been doing pretty good on his feet there. Um, good coverage downfield. He says to talk and pick up a few yards. Eric, nice backside pursuit by Kyle Tobin that time to force the quarterback for Pencrest out. Yeah, he's making the quarterback uncomfortable back there. But I second what Steve said. Good awareness by Mills just to get a couple yards and uh, avoid taking a big loss there. But, yeah, Tobin, what a good play to close the gap there. Mills out of that shotgun on third and eight here. He takes the snap. He's looking, looking, under pressure again, handed his face. Incomplete pass over the head of number four, Delvisio for Pencrest. Number 21 follows in on the coverage for Marple Newtown. Okay, good pressure, good coverage there by the Tigers. 
Nothing doing for this Pencrest offense on this series. And they were moving the ball uh, throughout the game. And they're down 21 off. The defense has been playing good for them. But here they just go three and out and they stall. So they're going to have to give the ball back to the Tigers. 5.26 left. If the Tigers can put together a nice little drive here, take some time off the clock, punch it in, and then they'll get the ball to start off the second half. So Mahalik back to punt. He's at his own 10-yard line. Diamond to return. He's around the 50 for Marple Newtown. It's a high snap again. Mahalik does get it off, and this thing is a high wobbler. It's going to hit at the 38 and run backwards around the 36, 37-yard line, and the Tigers will have good field position. And, Steve, as you mentioned, Marple with a 21-0 lead. You know, they, they're definitely more of a passing offense, and I know Pencrest, you know, down they're going to have to pass more, and their head coach, Andrew Pigeon, in his first year is a Ridley guy, so you know he likes to pass, and he was a quarterback at Ridley for several years. So we're going to see a lot of uh, balls going downfield here throughout the game. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, 21-0 lead, as we know last week, isn't a lot, so don't expect a lot of running for the Tigers to try to milk this clock. Uh, they're going to continue to pass, try to put some more points on this board, especially now. 5-16 left, great field position. They're going to try to air this down, try to get in the end zone. So here we go. Payaletti, three wide receivers near side, one to the far side. Weathers in the backfield. First and 10 from the 37 of Pencrest. Payaletti looks to pass. He's under some pressure, and he's going to be brought down for a loss at the 49. So about a 10-yard loss that time as the tackle by Pencrest was from number 57 of the Lions, and that would be Jake Quinn. Again, Great coverage downfield, once again, by the lines. That last touchdown was the only touchdown that was really um, broken coverage in the beginning, that seam route down the middle uh, to Alden Mathis. The other two touchdowns, or the first touchdown to Mathis, or to Dolk Aaron was, you know, Pele scrambling, uh, scrambling around. So, Pancras has done a great job in the secondary. So, it'll be second and 21. Three wide receivers near side. Pele, he takes the snap. He's looking, he's looking, he fakes a screen pass, and now he's going to dump it off to Marlon Weathers, who's going to come across the 50, across the 45, dances around a little bit, breaks a few tackles, and leans forward for a nice game to the 40, Steve. It's great running there. After the catch by Marlon Weathers, good improvising by Anthony Paoletti. Going to bring up third down for the Tigers. Again, you don't need it all right here. About third and 15, maybe get half of it, go for it on fourth down, because once again, you're in no man's land. And the tackle on that last play was by number 20, the safety, Mahalik, who came up and made the play. I thought the spot was closer to the 40, um, but they're going to mark it officially at that 42. And here we go, empty backfield for Paoletti. Weathers in the slot, and now we have a timeout by Marple Newtown. So we'll step aside. Tigers lead 21-0. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric D. Pentima back here with you. 3.41 to go in the first half. Tigers lead 21 0. Third down and 15 for Marple. They're at the 42 yard line of Pencrest. Paoletti empty backfield. Two receivers near, three to the far side. Paoletti under center, under pressure, and it's a quick pass to Weathers and incomplete. So that'll bring up fourth down, Steve. Yeah, Pele had to rush that one. And more defenders there than offensive line blocking. But he was able to connect with Weathers. He had a lot of green in front of him. Probably would have been first down, maybe more. But it's going to bring up fourth down and long. Interesting here, up 21-0, three and a half minutes to go. way your defense is playing, might not take a shot. So here we go again. Fourth and 15 from the 21. Empty backfield once more for Paoletti. 3.38 to go in the half. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to step up, and he's going to be tripped up and brought down for another loss that time. Good coverage sack that time by number 57 for Pencrest. That is Jake Quinn. Yeah, again. You know, their coverage sack, as you said, Greg. Pele tries to do what he can to evade that tackler, but is unable to and gets sacked. Eric, uh, nice pressure that time, as Steve just mentioned, from Pencrest. Yeah, you know what? I got to give credit. Even though it's 21 nothing, the Pencrest defense is pretty resilient tonight. They're getting to the quarterback, and uh, Paoletti's gone down a few times. So I, I got to give them credit amidst the 21 nothing uh, slide right here. So good for them to, you know, play hard still. So Pencrest comes out first and 10 from their own 47-yard line, 3.31 to go in the half. Mills takes the snap. He's looking. He's going to be flushed from the pocket. Now he steps forward. He's going to throw one deep. He's got a man, and it is dropped. Diamond got a chance, got a hand up there, Aaron Diamond, to kind of maybe disrupt the vision of number 15 for Chris Cello for Pencrest. Got lucky there, the Tigers' defense. Visions of last week, that play, and uh, fortunate for the Tigers, uh, Pencrest is unable to hold that in. Uh, Going to bring up second down and ten. Nice throw there by Mills. We haven't seen him throw the ball yet tonight deep, right. and, and beautiful throw there right into the hands of his receiver. Just dropped. So it'll be second and ten for Pencrest at their own 47. 322 to go in the first half. Four, three wide receivers far side. Mills takes the snap. He's going to be flushed from the pocket again. There's a flag coming out for a holding, and he's just going to throw it away on the far side of the field. And now a flag comes out again for intentional grounding, but he was outside the pocket, so that probably won't be picked up. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they throw an intentional flag, intentional grounding flag there, but definitely a holding. You saw them tug the defensive lineman there who was coming in to make a sack. And that was back, way back in the backfield, so that's going to set them back pretty far here on second down. And, Steve, one thing with all these completions, uh, the, the half has kind of come to a, a screeching halt here. It seems like every play is three or four seconds, and uh, it's a 21 nothing lead, and we're sitting here at 8 o'clock, and normally uh, back in the day we would have been at halftime by now. <laughs> We've been halfway through the third quarter running out of wing T. Times have certainly changed as football has become a major passing game here, especially in southeastern Pennsylvania. Although there's a few of those old school guys that sure. like to run the wing tee around, around the conference and around the area. Hey, if it works for you, why not? So, 
314 to go. The officials are still discussing. Um, and now we'll finally get an official signal here. Uh, he's going to come and talk to Coach Geeking. So while we have a moment here, I'd like to talk to you about Swiss Farms. At Swiss Farms, Delco's favorite drive through you can receive 5% off every day with free Swiss Farms phone app. At Swiss Farms, your experience is second to none, as their sales associates become your personal shoppers. From the hassle-free comfort of your car, you won't have to worry about parking or getting your kids out of the back seat. Just drive up, and a Swiss Farms associate will be happy to help you. At Swiss Farms, you can choose from over 700 items in store, and if you don't see it, say something. They'll, they'll find it for you. So the next time you shop, go to Delco's favorite drive through Swiss Farms. Located in the heart of Havertown, PA, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant, are great American cuisine which caters to its regular following. A local fan favorite for years with great entertainment, quality food, and exquisite libations. Learn more about their specials and find out their entertainment schedule at theoakmontpub.com. I know our executive producer is a connoisseur of libations. <laughs> he sure is. So it'll be, now that we finally have it set for the, they called an intentional grounding and a hold here. That's going to be a loss of down. Which was, I thought Mills was far enough out of the pocket on the far side to, to throw that yeah, one this away. This whole intentional grounding thing is absurd <laughs> to me. So they they get the intentional grounding because of the loss of down instead of the hold. So that backs them up to third and tw- about 25 here. It's going to be a fake handoff. Mills is going to stiff arm one man, but he's going to be brought down on that far sideline by number nine, Kyle Tobin, and a flag down again. Interesting what they're going to call this on. Good job by Tobin, though. Crashing down, unblocks, st- pinches the line just like you're taught at the defensive line position. They're going to call holding there, and he comes in and makes a tackle on Mills. So at this point, I would just decline it, bring up fourth down. And that's what they're going to do, it looks like. They will do that. So they'll change it over to fourth down, and Pencrest is going to have to punt here. So 3.09 to go. It's officially a sack in the book there for Tobin as they decline the holding penalty. And now the Tigers will set up to return the punt. 2.54 to go. And, and Steve, what's the magic number? We can get the running clock here. <laughs> 35. There we go. So in the second half, we can get to 35. We'll start to see a, a, the clock run a little bit more. 2.42 to go. Mahalik to punt. And there's the snap. Mahalik going to get the punt off. It's a high spiral. Diamond will take it at the 35-yard line. Makes one man miss. Now he's dancing around a bit far side. Flag comes out again. So we're going to have potentially offsetting flags. There's one at the line of scrimmage. Diamond's still running around. He went backwards a few times. Now he gets back to the 35. Steve, all in all, I think he rushed for 30 yards and is at the 35 still. Yeah, he's trying to make something out of nothing there. And a few flags down. One right at the line of scrimmage. Vicinity of an offside and another one. Right where he received it in the vicinity of a holding. So both these could be on the Tigers. We'll see what happens. Benneke and Quinn make the final stop. Eric's down there on the sideline. Eric, that was that a hold on that second penalty? The first one was probably offsides. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um, it looked like they're both on Marple Newtown waiting for the official call because there's, there's been a little confusion with, confusion with some of these flags tonight. You know, it's it's probably week one for a lot of these guys. and. Uh, yeah. You know, we're all trying to get ready to go for the season. So all sorts of <laughs> different it, areas have trying to shake the rust off. And if it is, they'll decline the oh, – they're going to call it legal motion. And a block in the back. Okay. 
for offset. For offset. So we'll have to do this again. Yeah. Luckily for the tires, because they got nowhere. Probably went backwards <laughs> on that uh, punt return there. So 2.18 to go. We're going to re-set up for another punt here to the offsetting penalties. One was an illegal motion. The other was a hold. So it'll be fourth down and 22. And Mahalik and Pencrest will set up to punt once more. Diamond sets up at the 42-yard, his own 42-yard line here. And Mahalik set to receive the snap. It's a little high. He has to jump up again. He's going to fake it. He's going to step up and takes off to the far side, but he's not going to go anywhere. And he's run out of bounds at the 33. That time is number 10 for Marple Newtown and number 30 for the Tigers were both there. That was Tobin and Jealous. Not, I highly doubt that was designed. I mean, that's fourth and 22. There's no way they, they designed that. It was just a matter of the rush coming in, and he not thinking yeah. he could get that off. Didn't want to risk a block and a return. <laughs> so he if you're going to fake that there, you're going to throw a pass. Well, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> the Tigers take a great field position here. Great opportunity to put points on the board right before the half. So 2:09 to go in the first half. 21 nothing lead for Marple Newtown. Trips far, trips to the far side, two near side, empty backfield. Payaletti will take the snap. Rushing eight was Pencrest, throws to the near side. That's Dolgarian, makes one man miss at the 30. Up the sideline, makes a second man miss. Spins off of another, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. Dolgarian's a fun player to watch. Just some glimpses of Abel Hoff out there in the open, the way he spins and how shifty he is. And he has a good job there. Got the perfect first name for the for that shiftiness, too. Dash. <laughs> Taken down and rushed out of, or pushed out of bounds by Antonelli and Brown that time. So we're exactly two minutes to go in the first half. First and ten for Paoletti. Empty backfield. 21-0 lead for Marple Newtown. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking. He's going to fire to the far side. This time underneath is number eight, Marone. And he's going to be run over to that sideline. And about the 15 he's brought down by Pencrest. And it looks like it was number 20, Mahalik with the initial contact that time, and Quinn also in. Yeah, a little swing pass to the other side this time. Kevin Marona Jr. gets in. And they're going to play off some soft coverage there and leave that bubble open. The Tigers are going to take advantage of it all day. It's like a run play. 1.30 to go in the first half. Tigers lead 21 nothing. They're inside that red zone now on second and six. Ball's at that 14-yard line in motion. Is filming to the near side. Paoletti takes it. He's going to roll to the near side. Going to throw a corner of the end zone. And did Mathis keep a foot in? They're going to say, no, he didn't. They said, no, he didn't. They waved it off. But it, it was a great throw. And Mathis maybe just got a toe in. Let's go down to Eric for that one. Eric. It was really, really close. Dash made a great catch. It looked like he was going to drag his foot. But both feet were out of bounds. You know, it almost, you know, with the high school rules, getting one foot in, it was definitely uh, – Really close, but the referee was right there, made the right call. Thank you, Eric. Number 20 in on the coverage that time, Mahalik. And, Steve, what a great throw by Paoletti. I mean, nice corner route there. It's called the seven route. The Tigers offense, Paoletti puts it right in his bread basket. Just couldn't get his feet in. Paoletti again, filming in motion on third and six with 111 to go. And we have movement across the line, and we'll wait the official word. And Eric's on it as well. Eric, any Tigers move? No, that, that was offsides on uh, – on Pancras there for sure there. Thank you, Eric. 
So we'll await that official signal, but as far as we can tell, it should be an offside. There's a discussion amongst the officials. Um, maybe the fourth or fifth long huddle we've seen, Steve. And Eric's right. I mean, referees, you know, just like players, just like coaches, try and work out some kinks. Um, Especially as they, they formulate themselves as a team. Throughout. Sure, of course. And they're going to give it. actually going to be against Marple Newtown. They're going to back them up. As they're going to say someone flinched for the Tigers. And they're right around Civerdale. You have Civerdale and Filman that can kick. They're right around their range, maybe a few more yards uh, with 111 to go. But they're thinking six points here. 111 to go, as Steve just mentioned. Third and 11 for Paoletti and the Tigers at the 19. Snaps a little high. Paoletti's under some pressure. He steps up, and he's going to be hit hard. Now he gets out of it, still on his feet. They didn't call him in the grass. He lowers his shoulder and then drug down finally, but a gritty performance by Anthony Paoletti, the Delaware commit. <laughs> he's a nightmare. That's Anthony Paoletti, the freight train, and hard to bring down. I think about seven of the 11 Pencrest Lions hit Paoletti there, and he was only brought down by uh, Cosgrove finally at the end. It looks like they're going to let the clock run out to right where they have to call time before a delayed game and see if they try to go for it or maybe set up for a field goal. I see Luke out on the field, so it looks like they're going to let him give this a go. So let's see where he spots it up. And now we have a timeout by the Tigers, which we saw coming. So we'll step aside for a moment. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www. DZOMechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima back here with you. 21 to nothing, Marple Newtown leads. 21 seconds left to go in the half. It's fourth down. And Civerdelli will attempt a, I'm thinking this is going to be about a 40-yard field goal attempt for Luke Civerdelli, Steve. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and it's fluttering to the right, and it's going to be no good. So with 15 seconds left, Pencrest will take over. Yeah, good snap, good hold, just couldn't get enough under it. And uh, looking at too much under it, I should say. Didn't have the distance, had the height, but... Uh, just uh, too short, and 50, as you said, 15.2 seconds. I'll be surprised if Pankrush has to do anything out of this. That's a good scenario to, to, to let your kicker try when he hasn't really attempted a long field goal this season. Sure. Up 21 nothing right before half. Not going to hurt you too much, so why not give him a shot? Rather calm conditions out here tonight. Uh, but it is a beautiful night here in Delaware County. 15.2 seconds to go in the half. Pencrest takes over, first and ten. Looks like they're going to kneel down here in victory formation and go to the half 21 to nothing. Marple Newtown leads. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Jim Alsman, Eric DiPentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Greg Pecco here, in for Dave DePasqua. Steve Reynolds will be back with us in a moment. I have Larry O'Connor with me. Marble Newtown leads 21-0, Larry. A, a strong first half from the offense and defensively as well as they continue to, to shut out a team. I know they struggled the second half last year, week in Florida, but much better performance here tonight. Absolutely, Greg. Anytime you, anytime you see a zero on the scoreboard after the first half, that's a plus. And you saw Kevin Marone with a big interception. Almost took it back to the one-yard line. You, you brought it back on a couple penalties, but they were just bottling up Pencrest. You saw Pencrest likes to run the ball, and you saw Pencrest getting a couple obvious passing situations. Right. You saw them struggle out of that. Right, and Pencrest, a team that's kind of rebuilding right now at the moment. Mills did show off his arm, though. He had, he had a nice pass oh, yeah. deep that was dropped, but a great throw there. Perfect throw. Right over the outstretched hand of Aaron Diamond. Obviously, for Pencrest, you would like to see him catch the right. ball, but that's, that's a good sign when you got your quarterback. Right. Like, you know, usually we see Paoletti out here slinging it like that, right. but Mills is able to bomb it down there. There's a foundation there for the head coach, uh, Pigeon. For Mar- for Pencrest, excuse me, he's a, he's a Ridley guy, so he knows how to throw the passes, uh, throw the rock around the field a little bit. He was a quarterback at Ridley, uh, graduated in 2008. So Pencrest has some foundations there, a strong running back in Mahalik, who's a all, great all-around athlete, plays safety, running back. He punts the football. So there's some strength there for Pencrest. For Marple Newtown here coming out of the half, towards the end of that first half, some, some kind of miscommunications here and there penalty-wise, but didn't get on the scoreboard. They tried Luke Sivardelli to try a long field goal, but they're definitely going to try and come out here and establish themselves in the second half again. Yeah, towards the end of that second half, like you said, you saw some penalties. You saw Paoletti getting pressured a little bit towards that. You saw Pancrest blitzing sometimes two or three guys, sending eight man on the rush. And Paoletti is great, as you saw in the first half, extending the play for that touchdown to Dash Dalgarian. But when eight guys are rushing in the box, it's right. hard to get away. So look for Coach Chris Gicking to come out here and look for a fast start, get on the board quick, and really – put this right. game away essentially and i gotta think that coach kicking and you know they threw the ball a lot in that first half and one way to kind of stifle a, a rush attack that's bringing seven eight guys is to run the football more so i would expect coach kicking to, to put it in marlon weather's hands a lot more here yeah especially when you have a guy like marlon weather's yeah. where you saw <laughs> saw his talent on the field on that uh run down to the one yard line and then in the very next play you saw he has a little bit of power too with a little drive into the end zone so Look to the, look for them to start it off hot. Go to Marlin early. Even if they don't run the ball, throw them some of those swing passes that they love. Let them make a couple moves and go, go down the sideline. Right. And at half, we have some updates from around the area for you. Unionville tops Academy Park at half, 14 to nine. Strathaven's up on Harrington, 20 to nothing. Pensbury beating Penwood, 27 to six. Radner beating Westchester East, 26 to nothing. Garnet Valley's up 20 points on Upper Derby, 26 to six. There, Haverford Ridley in a close one in early, uh, you know, battle of powers in the league, 13 to seven. Haverford leads at Ridley. Coatesville 14, Cumberland Valley nothing. North Penn 30 to 27 against Downingtown East. That's another good game early in this season. Great Valley and Owen J. Roberts are eight to seven. 
Martin Luther King after three over Upper Marion, 24-6. Perk Valley, 28-9 lead on Upper Dublin. Episcopal Academy up on Bonner, 31-0. And Upper Moreland beating Phoenixville, 34-7 at half right now. So, Larry, your thoughts on the second half as the teams are kind of on the field ready to go here before we start this half? Like we said, look for uh, Coach Gicking to get off to a fast start. Um, he's got the offense on the field. Obviously, uh, they deferred to start off the game, which turned out they held the Pancrest offense to zero points in the first half. And then look for him maybe take a shot here early and often in the second half to kind of put this game out of reach. And they do receive the ball to start this half. Thank you, Larry. Let's go down field side here to Eric D. Pentima before the kickoff. Eric? Yeah, it was an interesting half. I thought the defense played really well, but, you know, a little sloppy with the penalties and, and things like that. So I, I would like to see that get under control as we enter the second half. And, and like you guys said, give the ball to Marlon Weathers. He's an elusive back. Take the onus off Anthony Paoletti. We don't want to see him get banged up or hurt in, in a game like this that could, that could get out of hand. So, you know, let's look for the run game, and let's look for the defense to continue what they're doing for Marble. Thank you, Eric. And- Ready to kick off is Kevin Mills. Steve Reynolds joins us back in the booth here to start the half. Mills on the approach. It's a end-over-end mid-level kick. It's going to be picked up at the 23-yard line. That time by number 22 for Marple. Newtown takes it to the far side of the field and brought down that time as it was number 22 for Marple. Newtown, that would be Jacob Simpson. Simpson, a junior. Nice little guy returning that ball. This is Tigers' pretty good field position to start off the second half, Greg. So the Tigers will start with the ball from their own 38-yard line. First and 10 with 11.50 on the clock. Paoletti out of that shotgun. Three receivers near side, one of the far side. Weathers behind him. It's a handoff to Weathers, who goes up the middle, skirts a few defenders, and then... Brought down after about a six-yard gain around the 44-yard line. Tackled by number eight, Antonelli, and number 32, Cosgrove. Antonelli and Cosgrove, both of them have been all over the field tonight for Pencrest. Two big defenders for them up front, but Martin was a good job. First down, carry six yards. You'll take that every time on first down. So second down and four for the Tigers from their own 44. Three receivers near side, and Anthony Paoletti is going to go and talk to the ref, and there's a official timeout. And looks like he was putting to Marlin and another equipment issue, so Marlin will have to step off the field. It looks like he lost an earpiece. Yeah, something happened there. Again, safety first, so good move by quarterback Anthony Paoletti. It looks like the referee didn't say it, and yeah, it's a, it, called it out. It looks like a knee pad, uh, or a, a, yeah, a knee pad popped out of that pants. So the second and fourth for 11 minutes left. Paoletti out of that gun. Three receivers near side, one to the far side. Paoletti takes the snap. Play action. Throws near side. Some in between two Tigers was Philman and Mathis that time. On the coverage was number two, Brown. And Anthony Paoletti, I don't know if he... No who he wanted to go to. He had two receivers right in that vicinity. It looked like that ball kind of came out awkwardly. Wasn't yeah. sure where he wanted to go there. In the flat or right at the hash marks there. So ball falls on incomplete third down and four for the Tigers offense. So Marlon Weathers out momentarily with an equipment issue in at that running back position for Marple Newtown. 
is number 33, Luke Civerdelli. Pele takes the snap. He's under pressure. Man at his feet. Breaks the sh- through again. Throws from his knees. Wasn't down, but threw and caught by Alden Mathis across the 50 at the 47. Paoletti leaning forward that time. No knee down. He might be one of the hardest guys to tackle. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I haven't mean, seen him, Steve, in two years in person, and, and he has definitely become a bigger player than I remember from when, his, when he was a freshman here. So he's definitely been hitting the gym and hitting the weights and uh, filling out what a quarterback needs to do in order to, to, to stay in every game. He played linebacker, too, so there's that mentality in there as well. First down and 10 for Marple at the 47-yard line. Paoletti takes the snap. He's going to be a handoff to Weathers. He hits the line of scrimmage. Looks like it's going to be a loss. Tackle by number 15, Cello. Marlon Weathers, nothing doing for him. Cello and others in on the play there. So good defense. Again, Pancross playing very well tonight in the coverage. Only really a couple mistakes, which led to touchdown. Big mistakes, if you will. And other than that, they've been... Pretty good defensively. Yeah, it looked like Sizelski for Pencrest was in there to help clean up that last tackle as well. So it'll be second down and 11 for Marple. 48-yard line of Pencrest. Three receivers near side, one to the far side. Paoletti out of that pistol. Weathers behind him. Paoletti looking, looking. He's going to throw deep, and it's going to be intended for Dalgarian, whose route got cut off. Good defense by Pencrest that time as it was Mahalik there. Yeah, very good defense. <clears throat> Some people looking for flags, but good, good, no call there. Good coverage. As uh, as you said, cut off his route, Dolgarin's route there, unable for him to get to the ball there. And again, once again, that Pancrest Lions defense playing very well, staying hip to hip with the receivers of the Tigers. Only a few times where coverage broke down when Paletti was on his feet, guys having their eyes on the quarterback rather than downfield on the receiver. And that's what happened there, but uh, good coverage. So here we go. Tigers break the huddle. Third and 11. 9.32 to go. Second or third quarter, excuse me. Two receivers near. Two to the far side. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking, looking. Under some pressure, he's going to step up. Looks to throw. Now he takes off on his own, and he's going to be near the first down, but I think he's going to be about a yard shy, Steve. Smart play by him to get out of bounds. I mean, easily he could lower that shoulder if he wanted to or try to cut back in, but preserve your body. Live to play another down there, and uh, he gets close to that first down marker. Not quite good. going to bring a fourth down, but, again, great coverage by the secondary for the Pencrest Lions. This time Pele just tucks it, and they're going to keep that offense on the field for fourth down. Yeah, fourth down and one. It looks like it's a full one yard, correct, Eric? Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about a yard, yard and a half here, looks like. Really close. He almost got it. So it makes sense. Defense is playing well all night. Might as well go for it. Paoletti out of that shotgun. Takes it, fakes the handoff. He's going to go outside. Looks like he has the first down before he's brought down on the far side of the field by number 12 for Pencrest, and that would be Chris Mills. Little zone read there. Fake it to Weathers. Read that defensive end, and Paoletti takes it. I mean, I don't think Paoletti was thinking to hand it off at any point. Uh, one yard, give it to your big back, Anthony Paoletti. 9.06 to go, third quarter. Paoletti out of that gun again. Pencrest was moving around. They weren't fully set. Maryland weathers the handoff. Ball comes loose, and it looks like Pencrest has it. Eric, is, uh, can you tell? Now, now Marlon did recover it. Um, 
Okay. There was a close though. There was three Pencrest defenders there. They just didn't see the ball first. Tackle that time by number 15, Cello. Lots of confusion on that last play, Steve. Yeah, little mishap with the handoff there. Luckily, it bounces back into Marlon Weather's hands, and he's able to fall on it. So it'll be second down and 13 for the Tigers from the Pencrest 39-yard uh, line. Paoletti takes the snap, looks, looking. He's going to throw near side to Mathis, who corrals it in. He's going to cross the 30, had one blocker, now cuts back to the sideline and pushed out around the 20 by Mills, number 12, for Pencrest. Great job, Barry. He had to go up and get that ball. Goes behind his blocker, Dashto Gary, and picks up a few more yards there and gets that Tiger first down. And we have the officials discussing something else again as yep. they're on, flag. on the far side. They had a flag. We'll wait for that. Um, but if you're in need of hardscaping, maintenance, planning, and lawn care services, email Marble Newtown graduate Dean Ardell at ardell05 at yahoo.com. Dean provides lawn care services to Chester and Delaware counties. Email Dean at ardell05 at yahoo.com. Located in the heart of Havertown, PA, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant serves up great American cuisine, which caters to its regular following daily. A local fan favorite for years with great environment, quality food, and exquisite libations. Learn more about their daily specials and find their entertainment schedule at theoakmontpub.com. And one, one place where you won't find libations, but you will find something to drink or something to eat is Swiss Farms. at Swiss Farms, Delco's favorite drive-thru. You can receive 5% off every day with free Swiss Farms phone app. At Swiss Farms, your experience is second to none, as their sales associates become your personal shoppers from the hassle-free comfort of your car. You won't have to worry about parking or getting the kids out of the back seat. Just drive up, and a Swiss Farms associate will be happy to help you at Swiss Farms. You can choose from over 700 items in store, and if you don't see something, just ask. So the next time you shop, go to Delco's favorite drive-thru, Swiss Farms. So, Steve, there was an injury timeout on the field here. It also was a penalty. They moved the, the spot back even further. I'm, I'm guessing a hold was the call that time. Eric, did you have a chance to kind of verify that call? Yeah, it looked like it was a hold on Marple. And also, uh, big guy, number 52, James Diamond, was out down on the field for them uh, injured. Thank you, Eric. So we hope Diamond able to come back in. Uh, after that injury, any event, third and 18, or second and 18 for Paoletti and the Tigers. Takes the snap. He's looking. He's under pressure. It's a screen pass to Dolgarian underneath. He finds a hole. He's across the 35, across the 30, and tackled down at around the 26-yard line by number 20, Mahalik. They run that screen better than anyone. I mean, there goes that hammer screen to the wideout. Uh, Dash Dolgarian this time, and he gets the ball, goes behind his blockers. And it's close to a first down. Gets all those penalty yards back and more. That's a, that's a play where if you're a defensive lineman and no one touches you, you you got to figure out where yeah. the guy is. And Retrace your steps. Yeah. 7.15 to go, third down and one. So a big play there for the Tigers as they lead 21 to nothing here in the third quarter. Paoletti, empty backfield. He's going to send Weathers in motion. He's going to hand it off to Weathers. Bobbles it a bit but gets end around across the 15, the 25, and across the 20 and brought down around the 17, but he gets the first down for Marple. That little jet sweep to the right side towards the Pencrest bench. You said he bobbled a little bit, but corrals it. Cuts off field, picks up the first down for the Tigers. Mahalik and Benneke there on the stop for Pencrest. We are inside the 20 now, back in the red zone. It'll be first down and 10 from the 16-yard line for Marple Newtown. 
Two receivers in the near side, one receiver to the far. Weathers in about a wingback position. He's going to come in motion to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. Comes end around, finds a hole, picks his way across the 15 and brought down around the 13 that time by number 77, Dewar. Good job by Dewar to corral the ball carrier, and that was Marlon Weathers, as you said, Greg. They go back to the other side, this time to the Tigers bench. Picks about five yards on first down. The Tigers looking to strike again and add on to this 21-0 lead. 6.08, 6.07, time ticks down, second down and five. Here in the third quarter, Tigers lead by three touchdowns, 21 to nothing. Two receivers to the far side. They're Cantwell and Zolgarian. Filman near side, Weathers now goes in motion. Paletti, play action, he's looking, looking. He's going to fire, intended for Cantwell, broken up that time by number 10, Benneke. Benneke does a good job getting his hands in there. He gets boxed out, doesn't interfere, just gets his hands up there. The highest point where Paletti put the ball and knocks it loose. But Paletti puts that ball perfect spot, nice and high. He saw Cantwell with that big body boxing out Benneke. But, again, great coverage once again by the uh, Pencrest Rams. Yeah, strong positioning by both players on that. Cantwell getting in front of the, the corner so to block him out. It was almost like a double. They're both kind of playing defense and trying to catch the ball at the same time. Paoletti now out of that shotgun again. Two receivers far side on third down. Paoletti's going to roll far side. He's looking. He's looking. He's got plenty of time. Points to a man. Now he's going to come back across the field and wide open on the near side for a touchdown is Riley Philman in the corner of the end zone. Big ride guy, Philman. Gets open and scores a touchdown for the Tigers. What great patience by both players. Great up front blocking by the offensive line. Paoletti rolls to the right. Tries to find something. Couldn't run uh, I mean, defenders are right there if he tried to tuck in and run, and then he looks back to the left side. Again, just surveying that field left to right, back to the other side, and he finds his man, Riley Filming. Great job all around by the Tigers' offense. And and as Luke Sivardelli comes in for the extra point, normally you don't uh, want to see your quarterback throwing across the field, but Filming was so wide open uh, on that one. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and it is good. The Tigers lead 28-0 third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you are in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610 610- 565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric T. Pentima back here with you. Eric, a nice touchdown for Paoletti to film in there as he came back across the field to throw a nice touch uh, pass there in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, I mean, that's like an NFL-type throw right there. His arm strength to throw across from about the 10-yard line all the way on Pencrest's side just to throw it all the way backfield. I, I, you, you don't even see that sometimes in the NFL. The way Paoletti eludes tacklers and just, you know, uses his strength to make a play like that i don't know it, it, this does not look like high school football right there <laughs> well there's certainly a reason and thank you eric that he is committed to delaware a very nice quarterback and 
goes through his progressions there. Sifredelli to kick it away here. And it's a high end-over-end kick with 5.33 to go in the third quarter. Picked up in the end zone and in high school football. As soon as it crosses in and is touched, it is a touchback. Correct, Steve? Yep. They will not let you return, even if your heel's in the end zone. And Pancras will take over, trying to climb up a big hill, down 28-0. Again, first-year head coach Andrew Pigeon uh, trying to you know, overhaul this program. A lot of young guys. No freshman team this year. I was talking to Ted Carapnudo, a longtime coach here at Marple Newtown, who went to Sun Valley with Coach Johnson now. Is As a back former, in the Central League. But former color guy, Christo Garavales would call him Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted, that's right. <laughs> Sicko Teddy. So it'll be first down and ten. Hand off to Mahalik near side on the sweep. He gets across the 20. He's hit by a couple Tigers and driven out of bounds at the 25 there. Number 30 for Marple Newtown was in on the tackle, Luke Jealous. Good job by Luke Jealous. Looked like number 21, the ghost. Jack Fallows in the action as well. Bring up second down and about five here for Pencrest. They try to chip away at this lead. 5.04 to go third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 28 to nothing. Second down and five from the 25-yard line for Pencrest. Mills out of that gun. Takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself on the option. He goes up the middle across the 40 and brought down and around the 44-yard line. A good run by Mills there, Steve. Yeah, Mills is a good player. He can play. Um, you know, he runs up the field there. Picks up a first down with his legs. But we saw he does have a good arm. And Pankers going to be they're going to be okay this year. I mean, you got a guy like Mills directing the traffic on your offense. They're going to win some games. Diamond and Jealous made the stop for Marple. First down and 10 from that 44 for Mills and the Lions. To hand off to Mahalik up the middle, and getting there is number nine, Tobin, for Marple Newtown. Good tackle there by Tobin. Bringing down Mahalik. Second down and seven coming up here. 4-12 and counting left in the third quarter, Greg. It looks like Jack Fallows was also in on that one, number 21. It'll be second and seven, 4.04 to go in this third quarter as Marple Newtown leads 28 to nothing. Mills comes out, two receivers to that far side, two to the near side. Mills takes a high snap, it's bobbled, and he's going to lean forward and get back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe another yard there, Steve, a rather odd play that time. Yeah, fortunate for the lines to... uh... Good hold on to that ball and actually gain about a yard there. Bring up third down and six. So the third and six, as Steve just mentioned, 331 to go. With 325 to go, 323, 322, 28 nothing lead for Marple Newtown here. Pencrest taking their time here, and you would think down four touchdowns, they'd be trying to push this offense a little faster here. And now some miscommunication. They're... And Coach Pigeon's going to take a timeout. So with the score 28 to nothing, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3. 
or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric D. Pentima with you. 20 0 lead, Marble Newtown. Third and five out of the timeout for Pencrest from their own 49. High snap, it's bobbled. Mills is able to corral it. He's going to look to throw near side, and it's caught by number four, Delvisio, and he only gets maybe a yard or two, but Mills had to go with the safe option, Steve. Yeah, looks like I uh, can't see what defender of the Tiger came in, but took out uh, Liam Ferry, number 53, comes in and takes out. Receiver down low. Be a bring up short of the first down, so about fourth down, a couple yards here, and I expect Coach Pigeon to leave his offense out on the field. So he does, and it's 2:59 to go in this third quarter. Pencrest down 28 to nothing. Fourth and two. Four wide, four wide receivers, three to the near side. It's going to be a hand fakes the handoff to Mahalik, and Mills keeps gets that first down. He comes across the 40. To the 39, they're going to spot it at the 40. Number 10 for Marple Newtown made the stop, and that's Tommy Tobin. Good job up front by that Lion offensive line, creating a hole there, picking up the first down on fourth down as this drive continues for Pencrest. 2.41 to go in the third quarter. Mills out of that shotgun, ball at the... Marble Newtown 40. Two receivers near side, too far. Mills takes the snap. He hands off to Mahalik. He sidesteps Tobin and then sidesteps another guy at the 40, and he gets a few yards before he's pushed out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. It's kind of hard to tell, but it looks like Mahalik was there first. Mahalik, I mean, this kid can run the ball. I mean, we saw a good running back last year for Florida. Last week on Florida High, Mahalik, I mean, he, he can move, and... Him and Mills have been having a good game each, um, you know, trying what, trying to do what they can, um, you know, down 28 nothing. But they're they're working hard. They're not giving up here against the Tigers. Trips wide receiver far side, one near side for Mills and the Lions as they're at the 37 of Marple Newtown, or excuse me, 33 of Marple Newtown. And Mills keeps it again on the option. And gets a yard before he's brought down by number nine of Marple Newtown. That's Tobin. Tobin, so patient, defensive end position. Very easy when you're unblocked just to run off field. He plays it perfectly. Pinches, stays on the baseline, and, uh, you know, comes up and makes a tackle there. That is Kyle Tobin, number nine. Number ten is Tommy Tobin, two brothers there. So the third down and two with 152 to go in this third quarter. A little bit quicker pace to this quarter than the last. As Mills comes out with four wide receivers, two to that far side, two to the near side. Mahalik is the running back. Mills takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to keep it himself. And then Jack Fallows comes up to make the stop for a loss. Great job by Jack Fallows. Stay patient, come up and make a nice tackle. On the ball carrier there for a loss. One thirteen to go in this third quarter. Marple Newtown leads it twenty-eight to nothing. 
as they've come home to Crozier Keystone and asserted themselves after a tough loss a week ago by one point in Disney World. So the Lions break the huddle here. Mills comes out of that shotgun once more. Takes the snap. He's looking, looking, throws to the far side, and it is batted around, nearly intercepted. It was intended for Antonelli, and it was batted down by number 10, Tommy Tobin, and number 6, Luke Cantwell. That was caused by number 9, Kyle Tobin, once again, and I feel like he's on every pile on defense. And again, he distracts Mills' throw. Nearly picked off at your shed, Greg, and turn over on downs, the Tigers take over. And trying to jump the route that time. Uh, just a, a hair off, but Antonelli did a nice job of boxing them out. So Paoletti comes back out with this offense here. 28 to nothing lead. Weathers in the backfield. Philman's the near side receiver. He had the last touchdown reception. Two receivers far side. And here we go. We're going to see Marlon Weathers take the ball up the middle. Spins off a man, and then he's going to be stood up, and the whistle will blow as there's a bunch of Pencrest defenders there. Now a little extracurricular activity. As number two, Brown made the stop. Dangerous when you got a running back stood up and the pile's moving. No one really falls down for, you know, no yeah. one walks away because right. no, they don't hear a whistle. <laughs> Even when the whistle's going, they don't see the ball carried down. They're still pushing, ripping at the ball. So what can happen there? And uh, fortunately, everyone walks away. Okay, as the clock's running out for the end of the third quarter, Greg. So that is the end of the third quarter. Tigers lead 28 to nothing. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Steve has his phone out a minute ago, just kind of going through some things. And I want to tell you, Swiss Farms, Steve, they have their own free app that you can download. And if you go to Swiss Farms with that app, you'll get 5% off every day when using that. And Swiss Farms is one of our new sponsors. So definitely find your way to Swiss Farms uh, throughout your week and pick something up for your family. You don't even have to get out of your car, Steve. What can ah, be better than that? The best. I don't have a family. I still go because I'm lazy. <laughs> So here we are, start of the fourth quarter here. 28 to nothing, Marple Newtown leads. Ball at the 41-yard line, their own 41. On second and two. Paoletti takes the snap, empty backfield. He's going to look, he's going to fire up the middle to Dash Dalgarian, who catches it middle of the field, tries to make a man miss, but he's brought down at the 20. And a little slow to get up is Dash. Kind of went down awkwardly, but holding that, you don't want to speculate, so... With the injury on the field here, the tackle was made by number 10, Beneke. Uh, but a little concern now with for Dash Dalgarian. We're going to step aside. Be back in a moment. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. 
Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is a place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Greg Paco, Steve Reynolds back here with you out of the injury timeout, 11.47 to go in the game. And the Tigers have it first and 10 from the 19. Paoletti takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Weathers. He's going to try and shake a few guys, but he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage. It looks like number 79 for Pencrest. That's Crawford made the stop. Good to see Dash get up and walk off the field on his own. And Crawford, as you said, Greg, comes up, makes a nice play there on Weathers. No gain. And Eric's down on the sideline. Eric Dash's tackle when he was tackled there just kind of came down a little awkwardly, but looks like he was okay. Yeah, and I saw the trainer stretching his leg out. It looked like it uh, could have been cramps, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So he looks okay. And that's a huge loss if he wasn't. Correct. Thank you, Eric. Paletti out of the snap. Takes the on second down. He's going to drop pass to the near side that time for Marone. And a good running by Marone after the catch to get across the 15. Marone, one of the other weapons for Paletti. Good job there to go along with Philman, Dolgarian. Guys like Cantwell, Mathis, whole slew of receivers out there for Pele to choose. Beneke, in a very active secondary, made that tackle, and I feel like we've called a lot of the same numbers for Pencrest here tonight. And they do have a lot of guys that go both ways, too, so give them a lot of credit for, for that type of conditioning. It's hard to do. Paoletti sends Alden Mathis in motion. He's going to hand off to Weathers. He finds a big hole, gets across the 10, across the 5, stacked up a little bit, trying to dance around a few guys. But finally, it's going to be brought down that time by number 20, number 32, Cosgrove, it looks like, had him. Good running there by Marlon Weathers towards the Tucker sideline. Inching his way closer to the end zone. And it'll be officially spotted at that 6-yard line. 10 one to go in the game. Tigers lead 28 to nothing. And a strong showing here on their return from Florida last week. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Three receivers far side. Now he sends Weathers in motion. Paley's going to take it, take it. He's looking, he's going to throw, and it is tip, tip drill caught in the corner, though. What a tip drill. Weathers tipped it initially, and... I believe that was Riley Philman. I'm trying to see the number. It was it was actually Marone who makes the catch. So Marone doing a good job here tonight, Steve. I think he has an interception and now that tip field touchdown catch. Great job. Great concentration there. End result, six points for the Tigers as they extend the lead. 34-0 pending the Civerdelli extra point. Eric, you had a great view for that one. Uh, great concentration by Marone. 
Yeah, Marone's been incredible tonight. What a, what a find he's been. I mean, I know Steve sees number eight and thinks Carmen Christiana. I mean, he's kind of a do-it-all guy. I kind of see that, too. So, Civerdelli's point after is good. That makes it 35 nothing. We'll be back with you in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Located in the heart of Harrowtown, PA, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant serves up great American cuisine, which caters to its regular following daily. A local fan favorite for years with great entertainment, quality food, and exquisite libations. Learn more about their daily specials and find their entertainment schedule at theoakmontpub.com. Steve, the Oakmont is, is a wonderful place. We've been there several times after games. Um, so definitely go check out the Oakmont. Yeah, it's one of uh, Jim Malsman's favorite spots to uh, Enjoy. 9.35 to go in the game. The Tigers now lead 35 nothing. We've hit that magic number. The clock will now run the whole rest of the way, regardless of stoppages except for changes of possession. So Civerdelli on the approach. Ball teed up at the 40. This is a nice kick, and it's going to be picked up by Mahalik, or number four, Brown, excuse me. And he crosses that 25. And that was actually number eight, Antonelli, on the return that time. So Coach Pigeon putting different guys in different positions. He brought down at the 39-yard line. And it's going to be number four making the tackle for Marple Newtown that time on special teams. And that would be Brian Jocelyn. There you go. This is freshman getting some time on varsity tonight. The only freshman on the varsity squad, correct, Steve? That is correct. So 902. Clock will move. Three receivers near side, one to the far side. Mills takes the snap. He's going to hand off to Mahalik. Dances around in the backfield, pushes forward, and gets maybe two yards on the play. Brought down by number 68 for Marple Newtown, and that is Miller. And with 35-point lead, that is a running clock. It looks like Coach Pigeon for Pencrest is just trying to set his team up and, and get them in a, in a position to kind of build throughout this season and learn and exactly. progress as a team. Exactly. First-year head coach, young team dealing with. Again, this team with no freshman team, only have a JV. And, uh, they got some freshmen are probably even out here playing and, uh, you know, just trying to build off of what they can, Dave. Greg. Mills, Mills takes the snap. Flag goes flying. Mills is going to throw and show off that strong arm. And it is nearly caught on that far side of the field that time by Conmey. But a flag is down. Eric is down there. Eric, did you see what that flag was for? I thought the receiver I thought the receiver moved early for a false start on Pancras. But we'll see what see what the call is for sure. Potentially a hold. And it is a I guess an illegal shift or illegal motion essentially by the receiver. So it was definitely on the receiver because it would have been blown dead if it was a lineman. Thank you, Eric. So we'll back this one up. It'll be second down. About 
13, 14 yards here for Pencrest. 8.01 as the clock will move as we have a 35-point lead for Marple Newtown. And regardless of whether or not Pencrest scores, that clock will continue to move under that rule. So Mills out of the shotgun again. Two receivers near side, two to the far side. Takes the snap. He's looking, looking. Rolls to the far side. He's hit as he throws. Incomplete intended for Brown on the far side of the field. And that was number nine, Tobin, who was in there to put some pressure on Mills. Tobin's been all over the field tonight on defense. Doesn't have a sack tonight, but getting that pressure, forcing Aaron throws, which is just as good as getting that sack. So third down and 14, 7.15 to go. Tigers making some substitutions here. Mills checks in to that huddle to give them the play. Antonelli far side. It's Comney, Brown, and Delvisio near side receivers. Mills steps back, steps up, has a man in his face, and now he's going to be brought down for a loss. Looks like number 50 for Marple Newtown that time. Blake Turnier. And Turnier getting some time in as well as Coach Harry Gicking starts to shift in some of the reserves here late in this one. Yeah, Blake's here, you know, rotating in with the first team last week, uh, but now he's going to probably get a lot of playing time here in this fourth quarter. So last week, the Tigers had a tough test, which is good for teams getting yes. out of the gate. And then this week you have a game where you can get some other guys in and get them some experience to build some depth. So two weeks of, of, of positive progression for the Tigers. Mahalik to punt it away. It's a high snap. Punt is very good this time. Spiral. Diamond will take it at the 46. He's hit immediately by Pencrest's number 57 for the Lions that time. That is Jake Quinn again. Good coverage there by Quinn again. I mean, he lets uh, Diamond, Aaron Diamond, field the punt cleanly. And a couple steps there, just drills him and takes him down. So great coverage there. Great punt. 540 and counting. Again, clock not stopping with the 35-point lead. And We'll see who's in that quarterback this time. And while we have a moment here, you see the beautiful new field surface here at Crozier Keystone Stadium on your cam there. I want to talk to you about Ardell Landscaping. If you're in need of hardscaping, maintenance, planning, and lawn care services, email Marble Newtown graduate Dean Ardell at ardell05 at yahoo.com. Dean provides lawn care services to Chester and Delaware counties. Email Dean at ardell05 at yahoo.com. We will keep it here for the moment and steve good game so far for marple newtown you know 35 to nothing 521 to go we're going to probably see a shift in some of our offensive players here as this thing winds down eric's down there on the sideline and eric the uh, feeling down there obviously a very confident marple squad this late in the game but definitely a chance for them to get some playing time yeah they're very confident they're kind of relaxed on the sidelines uh this game's out of hand at this point but uh, yeah, it's nice. I mean, because then you never know down the line when, if somebody gets hurt, that ne- that next man up mentality. You know, it's good to get these guys experience early on. Games when you get the Ridley, Haverford, all those tough games, you know, you have these guys as a security blanket. And thank you, Eric. Certainly those games are coming up quickly. Uh, a tough opening schedule here in the next couple weeks for Marple Newtown, Steve. Yes, it is. You got Radner next week, followed by Ridley. So thick of the Central League. 
First and 10 for Marple, 521 to go in the game. It's going to be a handoff from number four, Jocelyn. The freshman gets in at quarterback. He hands it to number 32 of Marple Newtown, and that is Kane Tarkian. Tarquini, excuse me. Good uh, good reps here for the freshman, Brian Jocelyn. Under lights on Friday, I mean, you can't trade this experience in for anything else. I mean, this is going to help him once he's at the helm eventually. And the last person, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, to be a freshman at quarterback for Marple was Anthony Paoletti. Three receivers near side for Jocelyn. Second down and 14. It's going to be another handoff this time to number 32 for Marple Newtown, Kane Tarquini. Job there by Kane Tarquini. Number 44 is not in the sheet for Pancras made the stop. Slower guys coming off the field. Another three or four going in. 4.08 to go in the game. Tigers lead 35 to nothing. Third down and and 13 for the Tigers. Anthony Paoletti has come off the field. Brian Jocelyn, the freshman quarterback, has come in in substitution here as it is 35-0 lead. Jocelyn will take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff, take it himself, and he's wrapped up a little roughed up as a group of Pencrest Tigers are there to make the stop. It looks like number 64... Marcelo Shaggy on the stop. And Jake Quinn was in there as well, with Benicky as well in that pile. So the Tigers will now sub out and bring on the punting unit. And Riley Philman will come on to punt here, Steve. Yep. Philman, a first group punt, going to come in, kick off. And this is good for the time. No JV game this week. So as those guys get in tonight and able to get some quality reps. Chance for, there's Philman on the punt. It's a good one. It's extremely high. What a heck of a punt. Goes over Mahalik's head, and it hits at the 10. It takes a Tiger bounce down to the 6, and now rolls back to the 7. Heck of a punt by Riley Philman there, Steve. And he got clobbered. I'm surprised he didn't throw a flag there. Nonetheless, beautiful punt inside the 10-yard line. Greg, 2.47 remaining. Tigers lead 35-0. Eric, that punt was uh, super high. It brings some rain down from above. There by Riley Feldman. Yeah, this kid's got a monster leg. He almost, earlier in the game, I think it was in the first or second quarter, he almost, he was punting from the 50, he hit it out of the end zone. I mean, this guy's got a big leg. It's a nice weapon to have. Most, a lot of schools don't have a, a punter like this in high school. So, right. hey, this will really benefit them down in those uh, big games coming up. Thank you, Eric. 227 to go. And now we have a timeout. We'll step aside. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, 
or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. And Pencrest takes the hand up to the far side of the field. That's number 22 with 221 to go. Number 22 for Pencrest on that run. And that is Dominic Mezzaraca. Good run there by Mezzaraca. Picks up a first down for Pencrest. So Pencrest young guys are in there getting some reps. Again, no JV game this week for Marple and Pencrest due to the Labor Day holiday. So... Um, 28 for Marple Newtown made that tackle Tyler Lynch here we go again and for Pencrest first down and 10 at the 24 it's going to be a handoff to Mezzaraca again and a good group of Tigers is there to bring him down at the line of scrimmage here with 139 to go Steve the Tigers will be in action next week at Radnor High School we will be there to broadcast that game as well so please check out MarpleNewtownFootball.com for coverage next week. That game kicks off at 7 o'clock from Prevost Field on the campus of Radnor High School in Radnor, Pennsylvania. Dave DePasco will be back next week to cover that one. Pencrest comes out again. That's Benneke handing it off to Mezzaraca. Far side sweep across the 30 and brought down at the 35-yard line by Marple Newtown. That's number 45 for the Tigers, Yavani Tepeti. 102 to go. And while the clock, or Topete, excuse me, correction on that tackle. In any event, while we have some time here, 49 seconds left to go, I want to thank everybody. Uh, it's been a great time to come back up here from South Carolina. So glad the schedule's worked out. As it is a handoff to Mezzaraca, far side. Tigers wrap him up again. That should be potentially be the last play of the game here i would think great to have you back greg it's been fun just one game i was i was super excited i had an eight and a half hour drive on on uh wednesday or thursday excuse me yesterday that's how long it felt it felt like two days (laughs) um but it's been great i mean to be back here to see a lot of you guys that i haven't seen in two years um, you know obviously dave would have loved to be here and if he was here we would have worked something out i would have done anything to get back on air appreciate it um, to my fiance down there in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, I uh, can't wait to see you on Wednesday, um, and appreciate you know being you being so supportive of me coming up here. But for myself, Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds to my right, Eric DePentima down on the track, Larry O'Connor who joined me at halftime and has been running our our video board here, Jack Racine who's upstairs at the top of the booth doing a great job, Charlie DePasqua, Sam Snyderman, Eric Kelling. Once again, thank you all. Uh, it's been great and. Marple Newtown gets their win 35 to nothing. And that's it for us here. We'll see you next week. This is Greg Pecco. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Gillen and Associates, Barnaby's of Havertown, DZO Mechanical, Ardell Landscaping, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant, Farber and Farber Law Offices, the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association, the Rothman Institute, Swiss Farms, and Zenith Public Adjusters. 
Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! Taste